Hi, my name is Ogisi Ogwe and I'm the lead pastor of Circle Church Global. Welcome to part two of my podcast series on explaining the gospel thoroughly. All right, so in the first series, in the first part, I talked about the problem, how man died spiritually as a consequence of his sin and um, he was punished with physical death. So this tells you that man had two problems. Number one, he was spiritually dead. And number two, he was physically, he had the death sentence, physical death sentence. All right. But when I say it like that, it sounds very, very horrific, like God sentenced man to die. But but it was actually a show of God's love. If you actually think about it, imagine if man lived immortally with this fallen body it would be disastrous really disastrous but I'll, I'll talk about that in some other podcast but let me just you know continue on this one now with you so now we've, we've stated the problem the problem is that man is dead in two ways spiritually and physically and so you can see the expression of man's spiritual death all through the Old Testament. I think, in fact, the reason why the Old Testament existed was to chronicle, I think, I believe, that one major reason why the Old Testament existed was to chronicle the dealings of man's spiritual death. That sounds very nice, the chronicles of the dealings of man's spiritual death. But I, I believe that's why it existed, and that's why you'd see... Like, think about it. Every time you're reading through the book of Exodus, there's a phrase that you will become so... and you get so used to seeing, and it becomes annoying. And it is this phrase, the children of Israel did what, did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the children of Israel did what was evil in the sight of the Lord. And the children of Israel did what was evil in the sight... It was so recurring because... Um, they were spiritually dead. All right, Romans, Romans chapter eight. Romans chapter eight puts it very, very beautifully. Give me a second to find Romans chapter eight in my Bible. Yes, I'm using the hard copy Bible. I, I, I have found that these days is actually a lot. I find I find it more interesting to flip through a hard copy copy Bible than to just you know scroll through a soft copy one. So now Romans. Chapter 8, verse 6, from verse 6 to 7, says, For to be carnally minded is death, but to be spiritually minded is life and peace. Verse 7, Because the carnal mind is an enmity against God, for it is not subject to the law of God, neither indeed can it be. So then, they that are in the flesh cannot please God. And this was the major problem with man. He was unable to please God in his own thinking because he was spiritually dead. Now, was this a punishment from God? Remember, I explained this in the first podcast. It wasn't a punishment. It was a consequence of his actions. The spiritual death was like an illness that came upon him because of his disobedience. All right. So he was spiritually dead. He could not please God. Not only could he, could he not please God, he could not do things to help himself. You know, basically, he could not help himself but sin. And this is why the book of Romans in chapter 5 and chapter 7 tell us that we were sold to the slavery of sin. We were sold to the slavery of 
sin. And this is very, very important for you to understand. Every man who is outside of Christ is actually sold to the slavery of sin. This is why I think it is futile for evangelism to be about character modification. He cannot help himself. Do you understand that? So he was spiritually dead. Man was spiritually dead. The two major problems of man were that man was spiritually dead and man was physically dead. And we define spiritual death as separation between God and man, which means that man could not come to God. Man was far away from God. And despite all of God's... um, Despite all of God's attempts to reconnect with man, man would always push himself away from God because he was spiritually dead. All right. Now, God's solution, therefore, has to address these two vital points of man's problem. All right. And so God, he, God started his solution in a using military terms, in a two-pronged attack, you know? So, in two ways, he started to introduce his solution. The first is the law. Now, a lot of people look at the law as a failed trial at solving the problems of man. The law is not a failed trial. The law had its purpose, all right? And we see that purpose revealed in Romans chapter 3. Do you see how to do this study, a lot of the references we are making are actually in the book of Romans. This tells you that if you haven't studied the book of Romans, it'd be really wise to do so. All right. Romans chapter 3, we see um, the purpose of the law. Why was the law given? Um, Romans 3.19 says, Now we know that whatsoever things the law saith, it saith to them who are under the law. He says that every mouth may be stopped and the world may become guilty before God. This is a very, very important verse of scripture for you to know as a Christian. Now, of course, that phrase that says, and the world may become guilty before God, does not mean that the world was not guilty before God before, but when the law came, the world was now guilty before God. No, the phrase become guilty actually talks, the the more accurate rendition of that phrase would be, the world would be revealed as guilty before God. So the law was given to reveal to man that man had a problem. Alright, because you can't help a person who does not know that there is a problem. Do you understand? And a very good way, a very common example I would always use to explain this point is imagine you are a school teacher, you are a mathematics teacher, but there's this boy in the class who will not keep quiet when you are teaching he he just all the time he's chewing gum he's watching something on his phone he's always online on instagram you know he's never paying attention in your class because somehow he feels well he's good in mathematics and so you know that okay he got by in just one he got by in just two he got by in just three but now you're in ss1 and it's in the big boys league now do you get that and so you want to prove to him that young man you really don't know maths (laughs) you think you do but you don't what do you do you set a series of questions that reveal his inadequacies that series of questions in our scenario would be the law This tells you that the law was not actually given to make any man righteous. 
Don't take my word for it. Read Romans chapter 3 verse 20. It says, Therefore, by the deeds of the law, there shall no flesh be justified in his sight. For by the law is the knowledge of sin. The law came to give the knowledge of sin. The law practically just came to tell every man that you are all sinners and you need help. Do you understand? Why was this important? Because because man was spiritually dead, he could not even see that he was sold under the slavery of sin. And that was what the law came to do. Do you understand? This is very, very important. And this is why the law had nothing to do with the physical death aspect. No, 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 no. The law did not come to stop man from dying physically. And let me reiterate, the punishment for sin under the Old Testament is physical death, not spiritual death. I'll say that again. Physical death, not spiritual death. This was why um, even under the law, even under the law, the people who were, there were sins that could not be atoned for by the death of a lamb. And so the, the perpetrators of that sin, of those sins, had to die physically because physical death is the punishment for sin so verse 20 of romans chapter 3 says therefore by the deeds of the law shall no flesh be justified in his sight for by the law is the knowledge of sin now let me just take a detour here and talk to you about the law because a lot of people would have the idea that I have got to keep the law. If I don't keep the law, I cannot be justified before God. Well, the Bible is telling you that even if you kept every single part of the law, you would still not be justified before God. Why? It wasn't given to justify you. Verse 21 says, But now the righteousness of God without the law is manifested, being witnessed by the law and the prophets. So Paul, a brilliant writer, introduces the second part of God's solution. He calls it the righteousness of God without the law. I'm going to stop this podcast here because I don't want, I want each podcast to actually be under 12 minutes. And I think if I start talking about the second part, I'm going to do another 10 minutes. So I'm going to stop this podcast here. Um, just listen to part two of God's solution.